David! <laughs> Today, <laughs> we begin our Schitt's Creek series with Alexis and Ted. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. Hi, everyone. I'm Steph. And I'm Devin. And welcome to the We Ship It podcast, where Devin and I and our occasional guest guests uh, gab and goss about our favorite ships of all time today we're talking about alexis and ted from schitt's creek throughout the series we see alexis date a few people primarily mutt and ted and she ends up on her own so we have lots to talk about today schitt's creek is hilarious but there are some real sincere moments too with this series Yep, and of course, we have the amazing The Book Was Better podcast on with us today. Kaylee and Taylor, welcome back to the show. What is this, number four, number five now? I don't know. I've lost track. I don't know, because it's hard because Percy and Annabeth, we did like a two-parter. Oh, right. We recorded them at the same time, so it was like... Right. And yeah, we've been on their show and they've been on our show. So I feel like this is like becoming a regular thing for us. (laughs) Um, But we're so excited to have you both back for the fifth season. So welcome to you both. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. We love to be here. Yeah, we this is our favorite. (laughs) (laughs) This is our favorite. You're our favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We highly recommend listening to their podcast. The Book Was Better uh, compares book and movie adaptations and asks the question, was the book better? And which pretty much nine out of ten times. (laughs) It is. It is. There's been a couple. There's been a couple. Um, How are things going with you both and the podcast? What's new with you? I mean, things have been a little cray-cray. A little cray-cray. I just aged myself by saying that. (laughs) (laughs) We, like uh, we don't age ourselves, ourselves every, every time, time I know. You don't have <laughs> yeah. the riz? No. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> Clearly not. Um, Devin works in the schools. He knows the lingo. <laughs> he knows the lingo. He knows how to be hip. Um, how to be hip. <laughs> Keeps me young. Keeps you young. Um, well, Taylor underwent a big move, and then about a month later, Ivan underwent a big move, so... We are both finally getting settled and ready to just get back on a good schedule this summer. Um, The next episode we have releasing is Hello, Goodbye, and Everything in Between, Mm. um, which is a Netflix adaptation. It'll be out by the time this episode's out. Yeah, that's true. Maybe even some others. Who knows? Um, Who knows? Who knows? It's... um, it's another Netflix uh, original. It's yeah, yeah. Netflix has it's not been. Yeah. I've not been impressed. I have not been impressed with some of Netflix's uh, book like to movie adaptations. Mm-hmm. So they did a great job Especially with the Witcher TV the show. Rom com, but in this like rom com category, they are not. I I don't know who to blame really. Right. I'm like, are they picking crappy directors? Is it the screenplay <laughs> writer? Who knows? So. Very fair, very fair. Well, thank you for joining. And before we get started, no one was prepared for this. I'm scared, then. But we have a new fun <laughs> question jar, which I haven't made yet, so it's not actually a jar. Steph. But it's a... <laughs> this is like the third time that this is happened. It's a metaphorical jar. Yeah, but I have a random question generator because... 
we wanted to switch it up a little bit. So you guys ready for me to clickety click and get our random question to open yeah, up? Dip your hand <laughs> in that jar, Steph. Dip your hand in the metaphorical <laughs> jar. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. What is your favorite baked good? Ooh. Ooh. Just silence. Um, yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. Really? I love baking. So this is actually hard for me because I, I that's like a hobby of mine is baking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like baking cookies because I like doing like the really big New York style. They're they're really chunky. They'll have a oh, lot of like yeah. things in mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like experimenting and, and baking like kind of that style. Um. My favorite to eat would probably have to be a really fudgy brownie. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That is a good choice. Taylor, do you have a favorite? Um, I would have to say, I mean, anything salted caramel. Mm. I'm down. I love salted caramel. So pretty much a, a like brownie cookie, cheesecake, mm. anything like that, you mm-hmm. give it to me. But I will say I also love a creme brulee. Oh, God, me too. This is crazy. I'm just getting hungry. I was going to say, I we've know. got pregnant people. Why did you choose a food question? I don't stuff? know. Yeah, now I just want it. You know what I really love is macaroons or macarons, Ooh. however they say it. I love, they make these huge ones at this restaurant called Paul. It's a franchise. We haven't and been there in a while, stuff. It's so good. It's just like, uh, and I love the vanilla one. It's just perfect. Perfection. Oh. When I, it was when I lived in Hawaii for like a year and a half, one of the stores that I managed was a sweet shop uh-huh. and we, it was so dangerous. Oh, I we bet. We sold macarons and oh, we gosh. had like a milk chocolate sea salt caramel bar. Ooh. And I would just treat myself and get treat like yourself, treat those. yourself. <laughs> some of the macarons, they had like a mango lime one. That wow. was so good. It's my downfall so, right now. Yeah. Now, Kaylee, the real question is, is it a, do you like the crisp edged brownie or do you like the chewy brownie? No. So I purposely underbake my brownies. Mm, there you go. Chewy brownies are best. Chewy brownie. It needs to be, needs to be <laughs> chewy and fudgy. Like I don't yeah. want a cake, a cake brownie, right? Like no. typically if you cook them to normal instructions, um, they'll be almost like cake textured. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I want them fudgy. Like when I make my brownies, um, I tend to add an extra egg um, (laughs) because it makes them fudgier than um, like a more cake-like brownie, so. Agreed. And then you get it warm with ice cream on top. (laughs) (laughs) Now, all right, we're taking a break. I'm I'm going to make a brownie. (laughs) (laughs) And Devin, we're back now. <laughs> do you have an answer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are you in the brownie camp too? I am also in the brownie camp because mm. I do love a good fudgy brownie. Um, but I will also mm. throw out there um, a nice warm cinnamon roll. Oh, some icing stop! Some cream cheese frosting. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Some nice roll. frosting on top. Oh, oh my those, gosh. Those get Cinnabon me, Cinnabon is my downfall. What was it? Cinnabon. Cinnabon. Oh, I love Cinnabon. If I pass a Cinnabon. The little minis. Smell it. Mm. I have to get one. Cinnabon was like our favorite. um, Well, not. It was like 
we wouldn't get them except when we traveled. We, mm-hmm. My dad would always, oh, well, our dad, we're sisters. Um, our dad would <laughs> always <dad>. get us. <laughs> um, um, they're massive, right? And so he would get like a four pack for our family of six and we would just kind of split them up and eat them. But mm-hmm. that would be but like our airport, airport food. It was only yeah. in the airports we ever got Cinnabon, but yeah. they were and so And now that good. I'm an adult with my own money... I buy them all the time. I'm also a sucker for like gourmet cookies, like crumble or something. Oh, crumble's so good. I love Yeah, but see, I just make them at home. I just make Mm. those cookies at home now. And I feel like I can do a better job. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Now I'm just freaking hungry. They are good, though. Yes, this was Yeah, I'm like, great. Now I'm going to need something (laughs) sweet when we're done with this. Uh, And I just want wine, but I can't have it. So wine and chocolate and uh. up. Didn't um, Katy Perry or some famous celebrity person just release like a line of non-alcoholic wine? Yes. Are they any good? I haven't tried it, but here we go. I'm going to order some tonight. Now's your yeah. You are not wrong. So just juice, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like fancy it's not juice. Supposed to, it's supposed to taste more, more like sophisticated wine. and dry and stuff like a okay. wine than like I a won't drink juice. it with a straw. Clearly but we're right. yeah. <laughs> Still put it in a wine glass. Feel that fancy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so no more food talk, clearly. Um, yeah, we got we, we will move on with the show. Um, so, spoiler alert, obviously, spoiler. Schitt's Creek has been out since, what, 2015? But still, if you have not watched the show... right? Yeah, it did, because I, m- I remember it came back onto, like, Netflix or Hulu or something, like, right during the pandemic, so that's when I watched it, because a lot of people were talking about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's when I watched it, too. <laughs> yeah, so, like, definitely, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, um, it's hilarious. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. it. Um but summary time. So Alexis and Ted meet fairly early on in the Schitt's Creek series. Alexis's family was rich and then suddenly they become poor and have to live in Schitt's Creek. It's just like a really funny first episode and everything. And it's a town that they bought years before as a joke. As a which joke. <laughs> it's hilarious to me that that's the situation. Um, so Alexis is the high maintenance rich girl and Ted is sort of a down to earth veteran like a local to the town um they have a few dates sleep together a few times and get pretty serious in between there's a little thing with her and this guy named mutt which we're going to talk about that um and they kind of she kind of goes back and forth there's a lot of growth for alexis here um as she's dating these men um, eventually, Ted proposes to her when she says her family's about to leave. And she says, yes, or wait, if we were staying. Uh, so then it turns into a no because she's leaving, but she doesn't communicate that very well. Um, when she doesn't end up leaving, Alexis starts kind of ignoring Ted as he's waiting for her answer. Um, he finally says that they need a few weeks for a break because he was too quick to propose. But Alexis thinks that even a few weeks is too fast. And this is about the time that they break up. Um, and he's devastated. So Ted spent some time traveling and then Alexis and him run into each other again, which that's one of my favorite scenes. So we're going to talk about that. Um, eventually Alexis starts working as a receptionist at the vet that he works at. Um, and we're just skipping ahead now cause there's too much in between, but she tells him later that she's in love with him 
when he's with someone else. This is enter that amazing scene where he comes into her singles event and he's like, I am Ted. I'm newly single. And it's just a great scene where they kiss and da 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 da. Eventually, Ted was selected for a research program in the Galapagos and he suggests they get away together, but she can't. <laughs> so can't eventually they just break up. And they have this mutual breakup of like, we're both doing such good things in our careers right now, so we just can't do this. Um, so he takes the job, she stays in Schitt's Creek, and they have a final romantic dinner, and then Ted and Alexis are through. But why did we talk about them if they're through, Devin? But it's because there's so much growth. Do we know that they're through? Because we the don't show know. ended. We do not know. And their know. lives, the lives of the characters continue in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> is right. there fan fiction for Shit's Creek is the real question. <laughs> it probably exists. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay, but so let's talk about these two and also Mutt. Um, so first question we have here, season one focuses on their first, like the first part of their relationship. So let's start there. How does this first relationship begin and go? Why didn't it work out? And how do we feel about Ted's first proposal and Alexis's response? There's a lot in this question. There is. It's a full... <laughs> like, that's, I tried that's... to wrap up like, okay, there's clearly two pieces of two the relationship. Parts. It's the yeah. first part and then there's the second part. So this yeah. is just the first part that we're talking about. Um, I will definitely just like to you know as we're trying to sum up this first part say it's definitely a case of like just the wrong timing mm-hmm. like it's not necessarily either one of their fault how things played out maybe a little bit more I disagree a little bit <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it was like they were in two different places emotionally and in what they wanted in a relationship like i just didn't think i mean ted seemed naive and like he just seemed very naive in the beginning he had a lot of growing up to do in that regard and alexis had a lot of growing up to do in the sense that she just she was a spoiled rich girl her whole life who never Mm -hmm. had to work for anything never had to try for anything she needed to figure out who she was as a person and grow up like a lot and so just from a maturity standpoint neither one of them were really ready i think for a committed adult relationship yeah a stable relationship yeah yeah you can tell by even the way that he proposed and she was not her brain wasn't even there yet like wasn't even in that vicinity that it didn't work out because they had two different ideas of one, where they were in a relationship, two, how relationships should go, how fast mm-hmm. or slow yep. they should move, what they wanted out of the relationship. Um, and it was very clear that when they first met each other, it was very much, you're the prettiest girl I've ever seen. And she was like, thank you. Like, it was just very, like, it, it was a very new adolescent. relationship. Yeah. It was very, very puppy young. love adolescent. It was like... Okay, this is the kind of relationship that you normally get out of the way when you're in high school. High school. Yeah. So that when you're an adult, you can actually have mature conversations and like, <laughs> but it just, it seemed very superficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I felt bad because the way it kind of unravels at the end there, when she's starting to fall a little bit for Ma and he's pro- like Ted's proposing to her. I just don't think Ted fully understood the complexities of like, what Alexis was feeling or what their relationship Mm-mm. was about to go through or anything. So I do think it was necessary that this happened. 
Yeah, <clears throat> and I think part of it is that Alexis was only attracted to him physically, not necessarily like on mm. a yeah, not necessarily emotional, but like a personal social personal level. level. Yeah. Like there's there wasn't well, a whole I lot think, of connection there. I think again that in that early season one that that Fling. season one Alexis really only cared about looks period mm-hmm. yeah about herself about her friends about who she dated right mm-hmm. again she needed to get over herself a little yep. bit let's just be honest yeah. well and communication was just like not not really or lack thereof but that's why what <laughs> yeah. is such a huge part of her growth because she gets mm-hmm. we'll talk about this in the next one but she gets <laughs> a, a relationship that's not founded on any type of communication it's really only founded on oh he's hot you know what i mean and she it's not enough for her so i think mm-hmm. realizing you know that lack in mutt kind of brings her back to ted yeah mm-hmm. and, and ted's emotionally invested in her and so much so that he goes through with a proposal um and ted is actually the complete opposite of all of her past boyfriends he's more of that stable whereas a lot of her other mm-hmm. boyfriends i mean she lists off like leonardo dicaprio and, yeah like, <laughs> random other boyfriends that she's been with. i love her character for that reason some djs and <laughs> yeah. some yeah like the who are just like they're just up. like flings and i think she says like she's been with the same guy like five times that they just keep on breaking up and getting back together again just this complete cycle so he's looking for something stable and she's not used to that type of relationship Mm -mm. um so i think early on the relationship's kind of really just one-sided yeah she would be a great character just to analyze in her own episode honestly like her growth and everything it's crazy really most of the characters on this show yeah definitely (laughs) they're great definitely cool so it's clear that in season one, lines were drawn between Team Ted and Team Mutt. Uh, what led Alexis to atten- initially choose Mutt over Ted, and what did he have that Ted did not? I, I think it's kind of like what we already kind of touched on, where it was at that point in time, she was looking purely exterior, purely mm-hmm. physical. Like She didn't want to go deep into a relationship. And Mutt kind of presented that option. And Mm -hmm. I think, like, in her immaturity and in her almost fear, probably, like, you know, underlying, like, oh, this is kind of scary. Mutt is, like, this easy, oh, I'm used to this kind of familiarity. And so it's, like, in that, and especially with where she was at in her progress, like, it just made sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't want anything too deep, and he obviously presented something that wasn't very deep at all. (laughs) Well, and I think... Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Keep going. Okay, well, I was just thinking, I think in in season one, Alexis's mind, I think she thought the deeper relationship was going to be with Mutt. Mm. I think we got a sense of that as viewers, too, because he's, like, deep and mysterious. And he lives on his own, and he's breaking the walls of the norms, and he's rebelling against his parents, and he has really strong thoughts and opinions about important things, right? Like conservation and taking care of, you know, the environment and all that. And he continues to do community service when he didn't have to so that Mm -hmm. she wasn't doing it alone, right? Like, there was... There was still sentiment there, and there was still 
like from from her perspective and i do i think what steph said is true because i was rooting for mutt in the beginning like <laughs> me when too I was watching the show i was like yeah mutt clearly what, what the heck, who's this ted guy that she's with um that obviously changes and they i think the show does such a good job because frequently it's hard for me to get on board with a new love interest if they yeah. like, introduce one I'm like, unless you make them like a serial killer or some crazy person like Tamlin, <laughs> then it's hard for me to move on past the first love interest. It's just hard. Mm-hmm. But um, I could move past Mutt and get on board with Ted, just like Alexis, because it happens so organically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she does. There's that initial attraction and that passion between her and Mutt. And I think it was a lot of that, like, well, what if? Well, what if? Like, I have to just play this out and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't, I'll regret it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And she does. And they realize that, like, yeah, physical attraction and that crazy spark of passion, while nice in the beginning, is not enough to make a relationship last. Yeah. And I think, like, we as the viewer, we almost meet Mutt and Ted through her eyes. Like... We meet Mutt. Like you were saying, like, he's this mysterious guy. Like, I almost thought, ooh, this is the egg she'll have to crack. You know what I mean? Listen, like, the, he's the very Darcy hot. character. We can he all is hot. That. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> he's hot. But, but honestly, like, after, like, getting to know him, it was clear that he wasn't for Alexis. And he's not a bad Mm-mm. dude. Like, Mutt still has no. principles. He told her, look, you need to be honest with Ted in the beginning. Um, but I just think, like, him and Alexis, if they would have continued on together, would have had a very, like, like their communication would just not, it would not Doesn't have made she, for a good relationship. Doesn't she initially only get with Ted be, to make Mutt jealous? Is Probably. It sounds it, it, right. You, I, I, get, I get that notion. Like, I do think it was also like, oh, here's this nice guy who is attractive, who is showing interest in me, whereas... Right. Mutt is still showing the more interest boy. in Twyla, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think it was it was again she was bored, and it was like something to do and someone yeah. to give her attention mm-hmm. with a nice place so she could get out of the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Well, I will say too, like on Shit's Creek, like writers and like that side, it was nice having like good options i guess like yeah because i feel like in a lot of shows it'll be like clear this is the end goal love interest and this mm-hmm. guy's a douchebag and you're yep. like obviously i know who i'm rooting for right so it was kind of like fresh i guess for this show to be like both of these guys like have their flaws but both of them are also pretty decent are you trying to so bring up the dean kinda... and uh <laughs> jess <laughs> debates <laughs> We're, we're not gonna get into we're not getting into yeah. right <laughs> Devin, you wanna step into that? <laughs> oh, that's funny. But I'm just saying, you know, it was it was nice in the show to be like, oh, like and especially in like the early seasons, I wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily like connected to Alexis's character. Right. right. <laughs> and you're not supposed to, to. like Yeah. And so it was just kind of like, oh yeah, this is a fun kind of side thing to like see what happens obviously by the end you're like so invested (laughs) yeah but i do think it's really interesting uh the concept of the show in general um just because Mm -hmm. like these are all characters that you don't like 
but you stick <laughs> but with you them. Like them. You yeah, like, hate them, but you love them. Yeah, like you have no real connection to these characters because they're so bizarre in their own nature, but you still fall in love with them yes. throughout the course of the show. Which mm-hmm. other authors and things have And not tried just the family, but even like failed. the characters in the town too yeah. are like bizarre. <laughs> you, I don't relate to either side of it because no. it's two such extremes, mm-hmm. right? Like I have never and nor will I ever really have any desire to live in such like a small town like that, mm-hmm. right? But I also will never be like a billionaire Right. Who can just do whatever I want and have my parents pay for everything for yeah, me? You know, in that like, way, <laughs> I didn't actually really love the show at first until you really get into like the dynamics of the relationships. Like it took me a little while, but I think it's the growth that you see in these really unrealistic characters that like mm-hmm. makes you relate a little bit more. Um, because at first I was like, oh, this is just going to be a funny show. But like we mentioned earlier, there's also sentiment to it um, and growth that onion. not every comedy has. Mm-hmm. It is an onion. <laughs> oh. It's a great onion. <laughs> it is. It's got get some other. I've read some books. Like I, I read one recently, and I guess I won't call out this author right now, but... It was not. It was. You could tell, like, even in the description, it was like in this Shit's Creek inspired. Like, oh, and I was no. just like, do not try, because you <laughs> you will fail. And I was, I was you reading can't it, and be I was just inspired like, by Shit's Creek. No, your characters are just unrelatable. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, there is no growth. There is nothing that makes me start to like be endeared to them. It was just hard to read because oh. your characters are so unrelatable. One thing. Like, one thing I will say about Mutt and his character, though, is that he does challenge Alexis and her mm-hmm. princess or her spoiled nature mm-hmm. and makes her question, like, what makes a good life, quote unquote. Yeah. Like, he lives out, doesn't he live in a barn? Yeah. Yep. And, and, she, and she's like, but this is kind of nice ish, nice. right? Like, but when he gives her the bike, though, <laughs> and David's just like, Oh yeah, she loves riding a bike, and she doesn't know how to ride a bike. It's like just such a hilarious. Well, but she again, he he was not Endgame. I don't think he needed no. to be Endgame, but he was so vital for her growth. Her growth, mm-hmm. yeah. For her oh, yeah. to become, for her to grow up a little mm-hmm. bit, for her to get out of the Alexis is the center of the universe mindset, like which brought her. It made her a better partner for Ted, honestly. Yep. Um, but. Let's go back to the the man of the hour. How does Ted's return to town in season two change their relationship? So we don't see what Ted was doing, obviously, while he was gone. But I, um, I he grew up a lot too, right? Such while, a glow when, up. Whenever he was gone, such a glow up. <laughs> he's glow up. not so naive, right? Like he's a, a better communicator. He's. Also, yeah, they did it on purpose. They like, he somehow looks a little bit older. He doesn't look so baby faced and like bright eyed and bushy tailed anymore, yep. you know? Like, yeah, props was... to the, the makeup artists and the stylists for the show, <laughs> really just like with the motorcycle and, oh. Oh I read God. that I read that it wasn't even him on the motorcycle that they had a like a, a stunt guy go in on the motorcycle and then of they and then they Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> That's really funny. But the, the the guy was so into it that like if you watch the scene like he like you know gets a little physical with the he motorcycle. Does! 
I was trying to see. I was trying to think if I was the only one who noticed that. I was like, ew. <laughs> oh my gosh. He really, he really was feeling himself on that yeah. bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. but yeah, I think for Alexis, it it pushes her to see him in a little bit more of a serious light too. Like she's done a little bit of her own growing up, and that's great. Um, but I, like you said, I think he needed to grow up too, and I think them, you know having that almost like rekindling moment and i loved it because in the beginning i thought alexis was a huge b and i was mad at her for the way she treated him so seeing him come back and be all like i'm great now and like i don't need you and look at me on my hot motorcycle or whatever it was just like a good moment for Mm -hmm. him it was Um, yeah yeah and i think here ted exudes confidence which isn't his natural state of being. Um, And he shows more of a man who's driven, who has goals and ambitions. And Mm -hmm. um, even outside of, I'm going to be the vet at this little town. Right. My life. Right. (laughs) And I think going away and doing this thing, going on his own honeymoon by himself (laughs) was what he needed to try to, to kind of like get out of his comfort zone uh, or get out of this, town uh what was holding him back in a sense mm-hmm. um we also see alexis now try to win him back instead of him chasing after her um and that kind of just stems from the start of a strong friendship that has to now foster between mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and yeah. i've talked about it before i'm a big fan of when it comes to realistic relationships and realistic relationships that mm-hmm. last I feel like starting out as friends is just friends to love builds a very strong friends foundation. Friends to lovers, we love builds to see it. The best foundations when they're the slow first. burn. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it is my favorite. So, as we know, give me with, a good uh, slow burn. Just give Hermione me a good slow burn. <laughs> and Ron. <laughs> yes, took seven books. Okay. <laughs> the slowest of slow burns. <laughs> But they're the solid, and burn. people who want to argue with me about it, they've Come clearly at me. only seen the movies. Mm-hmm. Read the books and then talk to me. Thanks. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right. So moving on from there. Uh, Singles Week is a big step for them both. How do they both come to terms with their feelings for each other? Um, I think that <clears throat> that scene, obviously, where Alexis, like, finally like confronts her feelings and is just Mm -hmm. honest is such a big growth like milestone for her character Mm -hmm. um and like obviously it's a big deal in their relationship and like you know they've built this friendship over time and it's in that moment where she finally kind of confronts her own feelings Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's something that like I think this is one of those more relatable parts of the shows. Obviously, we talked about characters, you know, they're a whole other thing. But I think, like, this idea of sometimes we don't want to confront our own feelings and we just want to run away from them or avoid them. Mm-hmm. And it takes maturity to be willing to confront those and to be honest, and especially to the degree that she does, where she just goes and tells him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, I don't care. You can do whatever you want to do. But, like, I need to tell you this. Like, I need to be mm-hmm. honest. I need to be upfront about it. 
And that's such a big milestone in her character. And then obviously conversely with Ted as well, for him to kind of realize like, oh, she's grown, I've grown, we're at a different spot and be willing to like kind of dive back into that. It's just like, it's the whole thing is, yeah, it's such a pivotal moment for both of their characters and their relationship. And it was really well written and it was just so, ugh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's really the moment where she's at her realist, like it's mm-hmm, her real mm-hmm. self where she's just a naturally honest and you can see that she's trying to be as down to earth as possible in that moment too. Mm-hmm. She's what not I, her whole her whole self. normal Alexis self. <laughs> what I love about it is that thing. she has like almost never been single in all of her life and mm-hmm. she's like diving into the it, the depth of who she really is through this singles week thing. That's just like a really good situ- that's a really good story to tell. And I, I love that like through her being single and having like her rich girl status almost stripped away from her and like having to really like dive deep and figure out what she wants from life. I think I think this short week is kind of like the culmination of her growth from Absolutely. what we see at the beginning of her sh- of her at the show or in the show. Um and I love that it ends with Ted coming in and kissing her in the middle of the singles event it's like it's just great because yeah like you could say oh maybe she should still be single to grow but i feel like this event like is her final like you were saying taylor she comes out she like tells him the truth she's direct with him she has grown so i love that the next step is him you know saying newly single we'll talk about it but they also them be getting back together in a relationship does not stunt either of their personal growths Mm -hmm. right so it works yeah kind of like what the you said too Steph was oh, better. sorry yeah yeah the timing was better <laughs> yeah no and kind of what you were going you were saying Steph is that she finds the most vulnerable nature of herself like being single and makes something out of it like she makes she becomes more confident in herself by doing this whole event and knowing that this is kind of like her, this is what she's good at. This is her passion is coming up with events and designing all that stuff because of something that she feels vulnerable about herself. I think Mm -hmm. that's a really cool aspect of it all too. Um, Yeah. But you're right. I think, I mean, we already talked about Alexis and her honesty, just her, I think it's funny when she walks in and he's like talking to the dogs and he's like, Oh my how long God. Have you, how long have you been? Here? <laughs> She's like long enough. All right, we're going to continue. Ted is a hero. Like I'm in love All with him. All of his puns. And seriously, he's like giving these dogs a literal pep talk when she walks in. I'm like, that is so in character. That is so on brand. It, is, it makes him endear. Yeah. It's they don't, when he, re- when he, he like comes back, he's done a lot of growing, he's obviously more confident, he's he's more driven and you know, mm-hmm. all these things that I mean, obviously Alexis but they keep attractive his true in character. the guy. Yeah. But yeah, he's still like he's loves still animals Ted. and is goofy and a little dorky and it's like mm-hmm. they can he can be both. Like <laughs> Yes he can. He's just, you know, mega Ted now. He's come back, yeah. he's still Ted, but he's like he's grown up Ted. <laughs> grown up Ted. <laughs> Also, another thing just to throw in here is um, I love the relationship between um, David and Alexis and how 
they oh, were yeah. too, like they were brother and sister but they really weren't like on that connection level and yeah. you see that throughout the course of this entire series them grow but it's in this moment where um ted because he david knows alexis's feelings and especially mm-hmm. when they went to the picnic with uh ted's oh with ted's the worst um, new girlfriend and yeah whoever that they're girl trying is, to get they're trying to get her to buy remember. into or sell her product to exclusively to david and and david knows how uncomfortable this is for alexis and then they have that conversation in the car with like you really actually like him and she's it's like a yeah, good yeah, moment. yeah i do and then later on when we get to this scene with um ted running in sitting down doing the quick uh, speed dating and then kissing her like we see David like get proud of her sister of, mm. her, of her sister of his sister and just <laughs> the the emotion that he shares and everyone else is clapping but he's like they're actually in the moment clapping for he's her proud. not necessarily yeah. for the yep. moment but proud of her so I think that's yep. really cool yep yeah I'd agree so in w- layers oh, of relationships mm-hmm. there is and it's great that's why it's a great show <laughs> but in what ways do these two support each other in their endeavors throughout the seasons? I think there's so many examples, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to get into the one, right, where he gets this opportunity to go study in the Galapagos Islands. Um, we see him make leaps and bounds in his career, and we also see um, Alexis make leaps and bounds in even finding a career right like finding something she's interested in and going after it right it kind of starts a little bit right she helps her mom like kind of but as an agent for her mom a little bit and discovers you know pieces of herself that she's like no i'm good at this and this is something i enjoy doing and um and again they they grow as a couple but they give each other that space to grow as individuals Mm -hmm. and to support some hard things, right? Like season one, Alexis would have never been okay with like, she would not have remained faithful at least, right? Like if he had gone (laughs) off to the Galapagos, um, it would have either ended in breakup or she definitely wouldn't have ever been willing to even try to go. Right. Mm -hmm. Like she was willing to try to go. Right she would have hated it but like she was willing to put in that effort yeah (laughs) now that's the like act of god the plane ticket thing it's it's almost funny that it happens that way (laughs) sorry what were you gonna say i know we're i know we'll get into the galapagos more so yeah (laughs) yeah i was like even just before that like even just the simple thing of finishing her ged high school yeah like Mm -hmm. obviously you'd hope that like Alexis, you know, would have at some point, like, done it, you know, and she does it for herself, but I feel like it was so important for her to have someone in her corner supporting her through that Mm -hmm. because it was something that, like, season one Alexis wouldn't have even considered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And probably wouldn't have even thought it important. No. Because she was still in, you know, spoiled rich girl Mm -hmm. mindset. And so she's like, whatever, it doesn't matter. And so you see that growth and you see Ted supporting her in, you know, doing something for and herself. And not 
seeing her as less because yeah. that wasn't something yeah. she yeah. accomplished. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ted always hold, kind of holds her up. Like, he... he there very easily he could like think of her in several situations like i can't believe like i can't believe some of the things she says or some of the things that she thinks but he always like looks past what i think everyone kind of like writes alexis off as which is just like a dumb rich girl and he never Mm -hmm. really treats her that way he he kind of always 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 like he sees her potential yeah Mm -hmm. he sees her potential and he doesn't even he doesn't see her as a project he just sort of like for the good of her wants her to grow and that's like Mm -hmm. a beautiful thing um and rare and very rare yeah and it is it's like that project i can fix the reality and so to not that in Ted you're like huh but truthfully Ted was ready to marry her before any of that stuff before any of her like drive came through so it's like it's not even a matter of like oh I'm gonna fix her up it'll be fun it's more like he would have loved her either way but Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's something that she wants Mm -hmm. he supports her which is great and then in the end Alexis this is sort of her problem in the beginning is like she would never have thought twice to like Put herself in a position to have to support someone else like she would have mm-hmm. just left them or you know yeah but in the end yep. it's such a big deal when she like comes out of the car and she like she's like i want you to do this because it's for you mm-hmm. and that's like a huge moment for her like ted i feel like it's built in she's it's baked selfless. into his character yeah. but in that moment like you see alexis really loves him because she she she's able to get past that like nature her her nature basically right mm-hmm. yeah i find it interesting not interesting i think it's a, a fun moment is when ted interviews her for the vet clinic like <laughs> clearly she's gonna get the job regardless but she really wants to go through the process and yes. he's like sure for you i'll go through the we'll process with yeah. you. and she answers questions terribly oh it's horrible <laughs> and he's like yeah yeah, yeah good good <laughs> but then she shows like shows him that she can do the job when uh the one woman's cat dies and she's like well you like you can go out of town and be with uh that one guy that was always allergic to your cat (laughs) 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 but he sees like her actually she can be compassionate yeah yeah um and alexis on the other hand when she decides that okay i i can't I can't keep doing this with you. I can't be in this. I can't be as close to you as I once was. Um, and she's pursuing her own things. She has to like, kind of find someone to fill in the place. And um, so I, I think there's just as always lift one up, lift the other up, lift one up, lift the other up. There's never like a, mm-hmm. um, there's never a plateau for them. Mm-hmm. There's never this mm-hmm. moment where they kind of both, meet their level and they're okay with it they're kind of just keep raising each other up the entire time now is that completely is there does that mean that relationship is perfect no there are definitely flaws to it there are definitely moments where you're like okay well these two they've got some stuff to work out Mm -hmm. but you can clearly (laughs) see that they always want the best for each other and are continuing to push each other yeah onward and upward Mm -hmm. cool so, a little bit more about their characters. How do these two complement each other? Or do you think that they highlight each other's differences? Probably a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little, little right. bit of both. <laughs> like, in, in highlighting the differences... Use right, the English I mean, word. 
<laughs> what is it? What, what is it when you highlight each other's oh, no. characteristics? You're, Devin's teacher is coming out Don't right now. <laughs> Don't ask my English degree right now. Dang it, Devin! Uh, Devin's like, use your words. <laughs> no, because now I want to, but now I'm afraid I'm not going to use the word that you want me to. Oh, okay. Uh, oh no. I'm like, there's. I have a couple different. What were you gonna say? Things going through my brain. So. Well, and now it just left me, and it's oh, I'm sorry. Wow, Devin, <laughs> no. I ruined it. Gosh, dang it! And now I'm not going to be able to move on until I can get until I can get it back. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, I was going to say a foil. What you've done? A yes, foil. thank yes. you. Okay, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. They're was both like, foils gosh, for each other. Dang it! Like, now, now continue. <laughs> um, so sorry. Because I would never are, they're, they're, that. I'm just gonna okay. say I wouldn't. I would never have said foil. No, oh, yeah, so. it's a foil. Um, but they they highlight each other's differences. They strengthen each other. But it's it's like their their differences don't look. They're not seen as negatives, right? Like even their weaknesses. I feel like in in contrast to each other, they mm-hmm. don't look as negative as they probably could, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah, Alexis still can be quite selfish right like she still is overcoming you know this life this this lifestyle and this lifelong privilege right because it becomes so native to her yeah Mm -hmm. and but but when she's with ted and when talking to ted through things and different decisions and things he never villainizes her for it it never comes across as you're inherently bad right or inherently selfish because of this it's it is it's it's a growth and it's something that she's got to overcome and and vice versa i think she does help him find some of that drive and be willing to put himself first sometimes right on the opposite because she naturally does be like well what's wrong with picking me what's wrong with doing things for myself and he on the other hand is always very selfless and you know is in a more servitude kind of role he wants to serve the community serve those around him serve the animals right that she helps him see that it's not negative to be selfish sometimes it's not Mm -hmm. a bad thing to choose him or put himself first in certain situations um and i think in the end and i know we'll keep talking about it too that that helps them both get to where they they follow their own careers and they get to these points um but it's because they comp- those differences do complement each other. They might highlight each other's differences a lot as well, but those differences complement and help push one another to be better and grow and be different. So, yeah. yeah. I think in the beginning, more than anything, it's Ted's kindness and just innocent, good-natured soul that allows him to look past some of her weaknesses Mm -hmm. and that but but i do think in the end you're right i think that she helps him to find purpose and drive um and to to seek so basically the same thing that you said but i do think in the beginning and this is why their relationship did not pan out in the beginning is because a lot more of the looking past the differences came from ted's side and not alexis's um i don't even think she was like analyzing the relationship that thoroughly in the beginning to even say like this is ted's fault or his difference from me and here's (laughs) how it matters like Mm -hmm. i don't think that she was thinking that way at all um but in the end we do see like his just like 
like persistent kindness and her persistent drive that those two things are really and him being like more down to earth and her being more um not down to earth like like i don't mean that in a negative way i just mean like she's always like pushing and going and um i do think that they bring each other to a better level in the end um and that's why their ending is so hard for me because i feel like they team up so well with their with how they complement each other in the end and how they've grown so i mean we'll talk about the end of their relationship but um but at least in the beginning, I'm like, oh, girl, <laughs> this is this is working because of him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because of him. Yeah. Oh, like entirely. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was a very one way street in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think, again, it's kind of like you were saying, like there's there's looking in and there's looking out. And she was very looking in. Yeah. He was very looking out. And by the end of their relationship, there was they were each more balanced where like True. he was doing things for himself which was great yeah and she was doing things for other people which is great like to see that they like rubbed off on each other you know and they like helped each other grow and so if you look at them in the beginning it's like two totally different types of people and you're like oh yeah i don't know mm-hmm. if this is gonna work and by the end, there's just enough of that, like, Venn diagram crossover mm-hmm. <laughs> of their character where it's just like, oh, they're both That nice middle great. ground. Yep. Yes. And then and then the end happens. Anyways, we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do think they complement each other through their differences, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're so distinct in their own natures that they help each other show the best sides of them and not saying that like you were saying like selfish is a bad feature but it's not always a bad feature Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. like it's almost the same thing as saying that someone's very violent violence violence the noun itself is bad but being a violent person doesn't mean that you're like hurting someone that you're pushing violence on someone it's just that you're a very passionate person um, it's mm-hmm. just how we we in our brains have always heard violent being a very and negative sometimes term. violence is justified, right? Mm-hmm. Just like how sometimes being selfish is mm-hmm. justified. Mm-hmm. So, yep, yeah. The power of words and connotation power versus denotation. Beautiful <laughs> English. English. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, okay, so I, I've been waiting for this the whole time. What okay. are our favorite and least favorite moments between these two? I'll let you go first because I've got a list. Same. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, I, the first season is just moment, hard. It is, <laughs> yeah, I was like, my my least favorite is the whole first season. <laughs> Fair, yeah, basically, it's awkward. It's hard to watch. Fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think my favorite. We've already kind of touched on it. Is the the singles week the just that whole. I love the culmination of a slow burn. <laughs> it's great. So it's like, oh, when, when you see when you see the trail, and then it starts to build up. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's just like so so satisfying. So definitely, that's like you know we kind of already touched on it, but that's but it's a good favorite. one. 
And then, yeah, least favorite, just <laughs> throw a dart at anywhere in, in the first one. season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, are we talking specifically relationship moments? Whatever. Because, like, like, I obviously think it's really funny <laughs> when they set up the camera in, in the I think it's baby bunnies or something that they find and so for marketing she's all like oh we'll do the bunny cam and he like forgets and he's been like oh, so yeah. mad and so like a lot of my favorite moments from them are more of those like friendship moments right yeah. it's not even when they're like and so it's just when she's working for him and they're just friends at the moment but he oh hates gosh. that that other vet uses his body to market right and yep. like sexualizes himself in his job and, and Alexis <laughs> is like well you could do that too you're you're fit and he's like no like I would never do that like it's Such the animal and too so good. she's like okay then we'll set up a camera and do marketing through like the babies in the cage and then he like forgets it there and like gets back from a run and just so off, all of his body anyway and it's like suddenly I'm in love with all him. followers I'm in love with him it's so funny like and he's just like oh no and he's just like it's so funny oh so that's one of my favorite scenes is and Alexis is like well like and she like the way she like tries to comfort him and like tries to downplay it while still being honest about what happened and like it's good it's so funny. It's so good, though, yeah. All of her I, mannerisms are so funny. Oh, I lo- she's or- hilarious. <laughs> she's hilarious. I wish she was in more stuff, because I find her really funny. But Yeah, um, I don't know why she's not. I don't know. But so my favorite is the glow up when we find Ted coming back on his motorcycle. Mm. I just love that for him. I love that for you, Ted. <laughs> love That's, that for him. I'm like, yeah, and Alexis' that jaw like drops. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, this is what we needed as like Ted and Alexis shippers. Um, but then it just sort of a funny moment that I was seeing in the wrap up, like little clips I was watching yesterday. <laughs> is is when it drunk, they're, Ted? Like, the what? Drunk, is it drunk Ted. Ted? No. Drunk Ted, because that's, that's my other favorite good. moment is oh um, when they go to. It's the, you gotta it's loosen like the up house, a little bit. It's the house party or whatever. It's yeah, at yeah. David and yes, it's it's the party they Patrick. throw and Ted and Alexis show mm-hmm. up and Ted gets so drunk and it's so funny. Yeah. That is always enjoyable to me when these like innocent characters have like a little moment of drunkenness. That's hilarious. And he was like pre gaming before going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like shows I've wasted. <laughs> I just like crack up at him. But um the scene I'm thinking of that was just really funny to me is when they're like <laughs> they're like doing it for the first time and the dogs are just sitting the there. The dogs <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, um <laughs> can they go away? And he's like, all right, guys, give us some time and you can come sleep with us later. And she's just like... And she's like, what? (laughs) What? It just highlights their differences so much. Like, so, so much. And I just thought it was such a funny moment. It is. That is a funny moment. Um, And then my least favorite is um, the awkward dinner with Ted's new girlfriend. But I feel like that's everyone's. It's horrible. Just watching her go through that is really rough, but she Mm -hmm. needs it. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I have a list as well, so bear with me. <laughs> uh, her, their accidental kiss after Alexis finds out that she passed her exams. Yeah. When they're like hugging and then they quick little kiss mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, awkward. Oh, there's, there's some tension. <laughs> there's there. some tension. <laughs> um, Ted's showing up at 
Alexis's graduation is also a good moment because she doesn't think she thinks that he's the only one that showed up and really her family is there but they're just standing in the back and not right. sitting where they're mm-hmm. supposed to be sitting but it's still a, f- a cool moment that she like makes eye contact with him uh we already talked about drunk ted um <laughs> role-playing their role-playing scene oh, and the right. rose apothecary that <laughs> <is a good laughs> see so many hilarious moments in this show and when they break the sink but blame it on the uh mm-hmm. the delivery guy <laughs> yep um, but honestly, one of my favorite wholesome moments between them is their long distance anniversary date. Yeah. When he sets up like good. the whole, like, uh, mm. a driver arrives and takes her to the, the rest, the only restaurant in town, apparently. Yeah, the only yeah. There. <laughs> and, and it's like closed, but only for her. And he's there drinking wine on a laptop and mm-hmm. they do the boops and everything. And it's just, it's a nice it's wholesome sweet. moment of just the two of them. Um, making something not special special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, least, I think a lot of season one, she's leading him on a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really mm-hmm. my worst or least fave moment with them. Um, is that. Oh, I hate their first kiss. It's so awkward to me. I hate it. Uh, it's. I'm trying to remember. She's it. complaining to Mutt. <laughs> that (laughs) she's complaining to mud at their community service how at the end of their first date he didn't kiss her and she's like you know that she's just not used to you know a gentleman who waits a couple dates to actually try doing anything um and so then the next day he sees her doing the community service and like brings her a smoothie and he's like i thought maybe you'd want to try like an actual good smoothie and oh yeah right oh yes um, and because Mutt's right there, and Mutt had been, you know, like, well, a real man, you know, I'd show you what I, you know, and was being annoying, um, to, like, <laughs> shove it in Mutt's face, she, like, goes up to him and just, like, grabs him and kiss and, like, kisses him. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, not a great example of consent on either side. <laughs> not a great moment. A awkward. <laughs> <and> <laughs> not not great. my favorite. Definitely not my favorite. So... And it's like, come on, it's your first kiss. This yep. is bad. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. So the Galapagos. They play a significant role in their relationship. How do they overcome this problem that arises for their relationship? And do they make the right choice in running a long distance relationship moving forward? I think they I make think the it- right choice. But yeah. it's hard for them. I think. Mm-hmm. I think. But it she, helps them grow. It helps them grow. But she realizes she can't do it forever. Like she can't do it for extra time. And I think that's the hardest thing is because like the whole time you're like rooting for them and you're waiting for him to get back, and then it's like, oh, this is just another hurdle, and it's just too high for them. Like this hurdle is just too high. Um, but yeah, it's a because it rears its head not just once but twice. Yeah. 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 Which like, I, I think like. They, I think if there was just the one time, they would have been able to make it through. Yeah. I mm. like it because at first it's a growth thing. And then second time around, it's like they break it off because because they've grown, essentially. Well, and they and they and she knows her limits and she's yeah. they both kind of know, you know, what they can handle and I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get to it at the end, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah it's yeah. One final. Or I guess question. maybe that's the next question. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that the next 
Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. And we'll get yeah. to, I'll, I'll, I'll pause and we'll wait We'll get to it question. here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that it was an interesting culmination of their growth as well. Like, obviously, early their relationship, it never would have flown. Like, it never would have worked. Yeah. And to show, I mean, yes, it doesn't work eventually. But, like, in that first, you know, iteration of it, so to speak, it's like the fact that they did make it work just proves how much they've grown as characters and how much their relationship has grown and it's kind of nice just to like as much as it pains you as the viewer to be like oh they're not gonna be with each other like that's so hard mm-hmm. but you're also almost like proud of them that they're like <laughs> they've grown so much and they're gonna get through the hard thing and and then it just tears mm-hmm. you down <laughs> i think kaylee brought it up like earlier that like I, personally, I don't think this would have been something Ted considered, like, to do until he had met Alexis and, like, sort yep. of formed this drive. So, like, it's almost like a self-fulfilling, like, mm-hmm. oh, God. Like, Alexis, like, because he grew into a person that she would want to be with and she grew into a person that he would want to be with, that's why they end up not together. <laughs> because he yep. never would have taken this chance without her encouragement and she never would have said, okay, do that, and, like, I'll wait for you, and then, like, eventually take made the mature decision to break it off if it wasn't for his influence in her life. So it's this very, like, cyclical, like, they mm-hmm. needed each other, but then the reason that they ended up doing the things that broke them up is because of how they changed, which mm-hmm. is beautiful, but also, like, could you change a little less and just, like, stay together? <laughs> <laughs> change a little less. <laughs> Grown too much. Yeah, no, come back. <laughs> um, but do you have anything else, Devin? No, I, I think... I mean, a long-term relationship is never an, the option that anyone really wants to choose. No, no relationship kind of wants... Like, yeah, this is the end goal. This is what I want for us is a long-term <laughs> relationship. Like, that's never yeah. a thing that crosses anyone's minds. And she does make the choice that, yes, I, I will go with you. But she can't be true to herself either. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they just decide to keep it going long distance. And mm-hmm. I think it works for them. Although it's difficult, I think it does... I think they do a good job at showing a a realistic long distance relationship. Um, One that we don't see really any commitment issues involved there. Um, Mm. But it definitely is, it's a toll on both of them. They both, um, they lack the growth together because they're apart. Um, Right. So, and then just the acceptance of what other what we want for each other i think that's also something that they have to deal with in this moment too is they both want the best in order for them to achieve the best they have to split ways at least for one time being now the second time around uh which we're going to get to shortly i think that's a different story so let's dive right into that moment well let's talk about it their official breakup (laughs) in the series finale what are our thoughts and how does this show their love for each other and how is this sitcom unlike others you've seen in the area of love? So, and now I'll get into my thoughts. So I think <laughs> <laughs> she's been bottling them up. 
So I'm waiting I think for this moment <laughs> that they do. They make the decision they do because they love each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're so committed to each other and what's best for the other person that they're like, we need to break up for mm-hmm. now. I always have a hard time with that, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> and like, and I and I'm with you because I'm like. Why could if you're that committed to each other, why not just make it work long distance? But I get why they wouldn't because yeah. that does add a lot of undue and unnecessary added pressures yeah. and things on a to-do list and right? Like I don't think they broke up with the goal being, "Okay, cool. Now I'm, let me go date some more people." Like it's Right. Right. I'm going to go focus on my career, you go focus on your career. These are really good things but we're not sure how long that it's going to take for us to be in the same place again kind of thing. Yeah. Um, my my belief is that they do end up together long term. I mean, they're both still young, right? Like, they're not in their 50s, like, breaking up. They're in their 20s. Is she still in her 20s? I, think late I know he's a couple years then. older than her, but I'm pretty sure she's still in her 20s at the end of the mm-hmm. season, like, or at the end of the show. Like, they have so much life still to live and to make those final decisions and commitments. And even if they didn't, look at how much they learned and look at what better people they both became because of this relationship and because of the love they had for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it still makes it a beautiful thing right. and something that I think they would both cherish even if they do end up with other people but my romantic side I'm very romantic I like to think that they get that they find each other again when their <laughs> lives have settled down a little bit more they're both more established in their careers mm-hmm. that they have the money that they can travel whenever they want to see somebody if it is a little bit long distance or right like there's different aspects and pieces that mm-hmm. go into it mm-hmm. so um, but they, it doesn't give you the typical happy ending of, and everybody got married, right? Like, it's not a Jane Austen novel where they all get married in the end. It's, <laughs> it's, it's real life. Sometimes people in relationships that seem so good and really are good don't work out right away or don't work out in the timing you want them to. And it's yep. just is what it is. Yeah. What makes me mad is that they get one day. It's like, it's appropriate because throughout the entire time they've been struggling with this, she, you know, her flight is messed up and then um, Mm -hmm. something happens with him and then he has bad milk and so he gets there for one day when he was supposed to be there for a weekend to talk about this. It's like, that's what crushes me is I feel like it was a little rushed, honestly, but I do think like I think they made the right choice it just it sucks because ultimately it's like well what is important and I I really do hope they get back together in the end like you're saying because what is important in their lives and like I get how their careers are really important and he should take that opportunity in the Galapagos but it's like I don't know. It just it it's hard because there's they don't break up because they're not in love. They don't break up because, you know, they're not right for each other. Like I think they have a great relationship. Their communication has gotten to a point where it's like 
not as it was in the first part of their relationship. I feel like Alexis has grown so much. He's grown so much. I feel like this is a little bit of a plateau. I don't know. I don't want to call it a plateau. It's great that they focus on their career, but I feel like that they could have continued encouraging each other throughout this time. And maybe they do as friends. Maybe they come together later. I just like, I, I don't see a reason to like throw away true love, like just because of logistics. I'm with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that is the trend also in mm-hmm. media right now. It's, well, if she had given up or if, you know, if one of them had given up their career, like that would have been re- reason for resentment later. Right. And, all stuff. and it's like, you know what? Sometimes it's okay to make that sacrifice for the person you love. Right. Sometimes exactly. it's okay what, to choose love and the relationship. Right. And I'm like, it's great yeah. that you both have these things going on. Awesome. But at the end of the day, the only reason you're breaking up, the only reason is because of your careers. And doesn't that actually lead you to resent your career in the future if mm-hmm. you don't find mm-hmm. love again? I don't know. Well, and it's especially because it's like it's like there's also this big thing nowadays which I'm, you know, totally a fan of. Your career doesn't love you back. No. <laughs> like nope. I'm sorry, like you can put your heart and soul into your career. Right. When you retire, you're done. Right. And then what and it's like it it your bosses at the end of the day they don't care right so it's really hard to be like i'm like i know like you want to do what's best for you but you also like i i I just i'm a big fan of compromise and i'm a Mm -hmm. big fan of like if you really love each other there is always a way to make it work and so and it's so hard because i go ahead i'm like i get it I like understand, but if I was in that situation, I would never. That's never how it would play out. Right, like, it would never go that way. So like, it's really hard. Spend a year at the islands. Spend a year in Schitt's Creek. Like I, I don't know. Figure it out. But to me, like people are always like, oh, I'm so afraid that if I choose them or they choose me, they'll resent me for not doing the things they wanted to do. Well. Aren't you going to resent the career that you so-called love if it's the reason that the love of your life walked out of your life? Like, yeah. I, I think it's a back and forth. It's a balance. And perhaps mm. they did make the right choice and they come back together in the end. And it shows a lot of love and respect they have for each other in this. But truthfully, like, someone needs to be selfish here, in my opinion. If they truly love each other, someone needs to stand up for it. It's almost like a... It's almost like a letting the the guard down. Okay, fine. Yeah. We'll like give up, and that is, that to me is a flaw. <laughs> yeah, they're, so, they're not fight. They're not fighting for each other. Yeah, for for like the love that they've built, and perhaps in the end they'll have a great ending, or they'll they'll be with other people and have a great life, whatever it is. But um, in my opinion, if their love was as we as the viewer envisioned it, as true as that was, then there's really nothing that like logistically should get in the way of that which is why i think they do get back yeah together. we have hope like we hold longer. hope <laughs> but well, what's i interesting is i don't want to get too philosophical but i do think it becomes like a philosophical thing of like it does. Well, this is the way society is going and mm. this is where the priorities are being pushed on people nowadays right. and it's like you can look at the statistics of it and it's like less and less people are getting married and less right. and less people are having children and the family right. is not what it used to, like 
There's good and bad to both of it. don't need to get into it. it but. There's good and bad to like mm-hmm. focusing on your career. There's good and bad to focusing on someone who loves you. But in this case, with all the circumstances that they have, like I think there are ways they could have made it work. But Absolutely. I'm not in the and situation. And I'm normally a big fan of like not conventional endings. Like I, I love when a story, you know, I mixes know. it up or when something like that. Like, I love I Five Hundred Days of fan. Summer. They don't end up together. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But this was one case where I was like, these two, <laughs> come on. I know. Devin, did you have thoughts? No, I, I've kind of been commenting as you guys were giving yeah. your giving your pieces. It's a hard one. I go back and forth. I agree. I do think I like the ending for them in the sense that they respect each other enough and they want them mm-hmm. each other to pursue their best need, like their best selves. All for it. But I agree that neither of them are really fighting for their relationship. If if they believe in it that much, then why are they not choosing to fight for each other and their own selfish nature? Right. So that's where I have issues with it. But overall, I do think I do think it's unusual of an ending uh, for sitcom because sitcoms are supposed to be lighthearted and fun and all about um, the joy of it all. And this one, on the other hand, gives us hope, but not in the sense that we were expecting it. Um, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, right now, <laughs> spoiler alert, we're, we're watching Friends, guys. Yes, we are! <laughs> <laughs> so, like... We're slowly that's seeing a long, how... That's a long show to see. And we're, we're both in season one. nine right now, so it's mm-hmm. coming. Okay. Oh, wow. yeah. It's coming. So we're seeing like how all the couples are meeting their match, in a sense. Um, mm. And it's just interesting to see how this one deters from that natural, like, happy ending. Yeah. When it's supposed to, when sitcoms are supposed to be the more happier ending of a... Um, genre uh so do i like it i think it's good i think it's different i think it's unusual and um it's a modern it's, it, ending it sets, for sure it sets yeah it sets this sets Shit's creek apart from other sitcoms but i don't know if it's the right ending for this for couple yeah like if they were holding each other back i want an epilogue one. Yeah! Yeah! Give me that epilogue. <laughs> Wait, what or is it reunion. they say on Gilmore Girls? Seven seasons and a movie. All right. Let's get it. Shit's Creek movie. Give us a reunion, and in the <laughs> reunion, they get back together, and yes. then they get engaged. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and then right. everyone's happy. Yeah! And then everyone's, <laughs> everyone's happy. happy. Even if they would have given us, like, a five-year jump, or, like, something like that, where we got yeah. to see, like... Mm-hmm. something. And David and Patrick are doing great, and their business has expanded. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I I don't. I I know. I remember in the show they even had conversations about whether they ever wanted kids. Patrick does. David wasn't so sure. So, but right. maybe they come to a decision, and five years down the line, they have a little baby or something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? All right. Last. Uh, well, not not last one, but pre uh, penultimate one um, from beginning to end how have these two grown as individuals and how does this growth affect the relationship? And we kind of were dabbling in this throughout. (laughs) Yes, we have. So just a quick little summation, I guess. (laughs) Is it their growth that holds them back? 
I think it's their growth. That's a deep question. (laughs) I think it's their growth that held them together, honestly, for as long as they were Mm -hmm. together. And then it also ends up being their downfall. But yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's both. But I think it's also one of the better uh, relationships, like growth-wise, that I've seen portrayed in media. Where it's like it lasted long enough, it had ups and downs, but it also really helped the characters to grow, both characters to grow. Yep. And I think that that, especially on both sides, is a little bit rarer. I feel like, again, what you see more often portrayed in media is the I can fix them mentality and just one person changing a lot and the other person maybe only changing a little bit, if at all. So it was nice to have that balance of change in these characters, even if it did lead to them parting ways right. for however long. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's all what we've been talking about. Like, yeah, like they, we've talked about this a lot already. <laughs> we have. We have. Yeah. And they end up in this place, like, I'll say it again, where their growth almost, like, sets them, it makes them feel like, they can't be together, and that's crazy to me. But I, I do think, like, it's it's a good thing for both of them in the end, like, the way that they've grown. Whether or not they should have broken up is a different issue. I think that the growth that they've helped each other achieve is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and we already mentioned this before, but I think they're, although they have grown, they're, the core of them, their, their character core is still remaining in them. Like, mm-hmm. it, they haven't dramatically changed. Yeah they they're still they've just evolved um they're still their natural selves they they just mm-hmm. made some improvements on top of that they haven't it's not like a complete 180 flip of two brand new characters they're they are yep. brand new characters but they're still their natural state throughout yeah um, which i think is mm-hmm. interesting as well it is all right so do we ship alexis and ted Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, yeah. yeah. They're just yeah. they're easy to love, I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning it's it's funny. By the, by the so end. So they're easy to love. Yeah, but by the end they're easy to love cuz they're actually good together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and I have very And little, they become better people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have very little like against their relationship in the end, which is why the ending like breaks me up so bad, but Mhm. So it's like, no, you're not very problematic now. Like, what the heck? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Their problem is their success. Yeah. It's <laughs> how cool they are. <laughs> Seriously, no. though. That basically sums it up right there. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I agree. I think that these are both two people that I hope. I don't know. I, I think the actress herself also, like in an interview, she also said, like, I see hope for them, even though mm-hmm. that this was the end for them. I, I still see hope mm-hmm. for them in the future. So, um, yeah, I ship it. I'm all for Ooh, it. Ooh, yay. All right. So there you have it. Our thoughts on Alexis and Ted. Now, what are your thoughts? Our comment today comes from Mary. Hello, Mary. Hello. Uh, Hello, Mary. Uh, (laughs) Beautiful. Mary says they're cute, but not the best couple in the show. Mm, Ted is a great. I know. Interesting. (laughs) 
Ted is the a only great... other runners up would have to be David and Patrick. Right. right? We're talking about. The... Do we have someone on for them, Devin? No, Pat- not yet. We gotta find somebody. Yeah. Uh, not even Moira and Johnny. <laughs> I mean, I don't not like Moira and Johnny, but if, if she's saying they're not the best couple mm. in the show, the only <laughs> other best couple in the show potentially yeah. would David. be David and Patrick. And Patrick. Regardless. Uh, Ted is a great guy. Alexis just doesn't deserve him. Ted is probably the most wholesome character on the show, to be honest. Um, I think if we saw Alexis grow up just a little bit more, then I would ship them more. I still ship them, just not 100%, you know? Okay. Okay. We'll accept. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Alexis has her flaws, but I think she definitely grows. But look at how much she does grow and change. She does. You got to give her credit where credit is due. I just think some of her natural selfishness should have come back at the end and had her stand up for herself. And say, no. Don't leave. Um, yeah. No, you've left enough now. You've done that a lot. Yeah. You can stay You can stay here for a little bit. <laughs> because yes. that's probably what I would have said. I would have yeah. been like, listen, I'm all for it. I'm all yep. for you growing and doing fun things and traveling and going. But you've but done you need that. To make like a, a lot. Now. Yeah. Like, I think now it's time to just come home. <laughs> <laughs> and and to say great. that, like, no, you can't have this opportunity. But, like, look, if you achieve this opportunity, what what else is in, like, what else could you do? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. How about something, I don't know, within the United States? Yeah. Maybe? yeah. <laughs> have you looked local? Like, have you tried? <laughs> All right. Anyways, continue. Yes. Um, thank you, Mary. I love that. And uh, so a special thanks and shout out to the book was better. Ladies, mm-hmm. you rock. Thank you for joining. Well, thank oh, you for, thank having, you for us. having us. Yes. And I know we talked about this a bit in the beginning, but is there an, are there any other announcements or anything for your show or what's coming up or anything you wanted to shout out? Merch, merch, Taylor's merch. shop is opening back up. Yay. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you remember. That is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so on top of things. Isn't no, it like, yeah, I mean, as of time we're recording this, it's opening up next week. It's open, yeah. Awesome. Well, no, not the time, not right now as we're recording it, but by the time. Uh, that's what I'm now. saying. By the time it's released, it'll probably be open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. So For go sure. check it out. So you can check it out. It's teacdesigns.com. Um, and it's got nerdy stuff. And it's got nerdy stuff on there. Love it. All the nerdy some stuff. Fun. Harry Potter collections coming. Books. Pretty soon. We're doing some Jane Austeny stuff. Oh, I'll be buying yeah. some things then. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. So I look forward to that. Uh, we're also going to be doing another mashup, right? Or we're going to be doing another episode with you yep. guys. Yeah, we'll Have we decided yet? Nope. But <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> but it's going to come out sometime. Sometime this <laughs> summer. <laughs> sometime <Yes>. TBD. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us and listening in. Uh, please remember to rate and review on spotify on uh apple podcasts wherever you listen to us rate and review we'd love to hear from you 
Mm-hmm. And of course, if you want to be a guest or send comments or you want to engage with us, please email us at weshipapodcast at gmail.com or talk with Devin on Instagram. That's a ton of fun, too. <laughs> it's not just me, but... <laughs> mostly. It's usually. <laughs> it is mostly. Whenever I go on there, I feel the need to put hash Stephanie, like at the end of my messages. So definitely uh, a Devin thing. But get ready for this quote. I love this quote. Listen, Ted, I've gone through enough heartbreakers for like two people's lifetimes, and I don't want that anymore. I want you and that cute little butt. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys. See ya.